Gemara Sukkah, Daf Yud Aleph, the Masech, has been dedicated by Shmuel ben Yehudit, Latzlachat ben Mishpachto. We begin today's Daf on Yud Amud Bet. Towards the bottom of the Amud, and we are up to Amarav Tahlifa. So that is going to be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 lines at the bottom. Amarav Tahlifa bar Avimi Amar Shmuel. Hayashen bechila arum. Motsi rosho chutz la kila vekorek riyat shema. So we're talking about now a kila. So this kila was like this canopy bed. So we have a law that says by kriyat shema that if a person is not wearing any clothes, so his erva, his nakedness is revealed. So therefore he cannot read kriyat shema if he and his nakedness is in the same domain. So the issue over here is, if a kilah is considered an ohel, going back to these canopy beds, if the kilah is considered an ohel, so that means when he's in that kilah, he's in a domain. Now he sticks his head out, he's naked. Well, we're not going to consider that his head is in one domain and his body is in another domain, since the majority of his body is in the ohel, so his head goes after the body. So therefore, if it's an ohel, he's not going to be Yotzei Kriyat Shema by just sticking his head out. He would have to do more than that. <clears throat> However, if it's not an ohel, and you just consider this kila like a blanket, so therefore, as long as he covers his erva and his head is above, so therefore it would be permissible. So the Gemara says that, Amar Aftakhlifa Barabimi, Amar Ashwan, Hayashen Bechila, Arum, Motsi Rosho Chutz Takila, and what? Vekore Kriyat Shema. Now Rashi over here explains, Vekore Kriyat Shema, David. The Keva and the Lab Ohel Hu, Lo Amrina Lamakom Sherubo, Sham Roshon Izrak. Right, normally we would say if it's an Ohel, wherever the majority of his body is, that's where his head is. So therefore, even though his head is out, but your majority is in. So basically, your head would be in. Under the same ohel, with your irva. Therefore, you're not be Yotzei Kriyat Shema. We don't say that. Ela, the kila is more like a sheet. Right, it's a guy's a shirt. And he sticks his head out of his shirt, and therefore, he's Yotzei Kriyat Shema. Meti be hayashen be kila arum. Huh? The heart seeing the irva. I'm asking you just from remembrance. It's hard. No, the bo the is not good either. By the way. Okay, so what are we doing? Yeah, Tosfot say, Not worried about that. So he argues. It's mahlokit. He holds. Long as uh, your head's not right, you're okay. Lo It's the eyes. Now the shita says the heart. Shimon doesn't hold like that. Sheila mitzuyenet. So the Gemara asked the question: Meti ve'ayashen bechila arum lo yotzi rosho chutz la kila v'ikra kriyat shema. Amashestida. If you're in the kila and you're arum and you stick your head out, it won't work. So the Gemara answers: Akav ma'askina. And what are we talking about over here? B'shikivua asara. So if the kila is ten tefachim, then what happens? It becomes an oil. Once it becomes an oil, it's its own domain. So therefore, when he sticks his head out, he's still in the domain. So his head is not considered outside of the oil, because it's only the minority of his body. So therefore, make the rule like this. He can just stick his head out, and yatsa kiriyat shema. Even if he sticks his head out, until he sticks the majority of his body out, then it's going to be considered... Yatsa. And the Gemara says, Hachi nameh mistabra. It makes sense to give this chiluk. Midiktani sefa. We don't need the sefa. That wad halema zedome. What is this analogous to? I mean, the last case. Le'omed bebayit arum. The guy's in a house. He's arum. Naked. Shelo yotziro shochutz lachalon. Bikra kiryat shema. It's not going to help you stick your head out the window to read the kiryat shema. Why? Because the house is at least tentabarim. And therefore, shema mina, that is a chiluk between Ten tefachim and less than ten tefachim. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ubayit nameh. Now we go even further. A house doesn't even have to be ten tefachim. Why? Apa pishen gavawa asara keban de kavia 
Ohalahu Remember on Shabbat stuff, we learned about a kinofet. What was the kinofet? The canopy bed. And we said a canopy bed actually has a roof that is a tefah. We said that normally an ohel should be ten tefahim high with a roof that is a tefah. But a kinofet, we said since it's sturdy, even if it's nine tefahim, as long as it has a roof that's an oil, it's considered what? An oil. So a house certainly is not going to be any less than a kinofet. So therefore the hadush of a house is even if it's nine tefahim, it will be considered a ohel. And therefore what? If it's an ohel. Therefore if the guy sticks his head out of the window, he's still in the ohel. And therefore, ervato v'gufo b'makom echad v'lo yatsa kiriyat shema. We have another version of this Hatanim. So now we're talking about a kilat hatanim. That's a, uh, a bed that the hatanim would sleep in. No roof. It has like a slope on top. And you can sleep in the bed in the sukkah. Basukah. And the rule over here is that even though it's 10 high, but since it does not have a roof of asana, it's not considered an oil. Therefore, it's not considered a hefsek between him and the schach. Levanta. Got the case, boys? Guy sleeping in a, in a kila. No roof. And it's ten tabarim. Doesn't matter. No roof. No roof, no oil. Oh, 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 go slow. This is harina. No roof, no oil. And therefore, what? If he sleeps in it, he's under the schach, basically. And therefore, he's going to be okay. Oh, the Gemara has a question. First of all, this is Kilat Hatanim. Over there, in yesterday's daf, we talked about a Kinofit and Naklitin. Now we're introducing over here Kilat. Kilat we see is in a different, uh, different type of structure. Exactly. I was going to say it's less Kabuah. It's in the middle between a Kinofit and a uh, Naklitin. As we'll see. Stay tuned. That's a head on contradiction. That if you sleep in the kilan, the sukkah lo yatsa. We just said ken yatsa. Hacha b'mayah askinan kishiyesh lagag. Oh, what's the case that you're not yotzei? It's so it has a roof, and therefore it's considered a ohel, and therefore you're sleeping in an ohel. It's not considered sleeping in the sukkah. Tashema, we have a statement from a brayta. Naklitin shenai. What's naklitin? Two posts on the north and south side of the bed with a post going across. Kinofot. What is kinofot? That's the canopy bed. Uh, every kila has gag. The question is, is it a tefah or not? That's the shed. Of course, it has a, a, a on the top. Something comes down. Is it a tefah or not? So this kila had a tefah. The other kila did not have a tefah. There's two types of kilas. Tashema naklitim shenayim bekinofot arba'a. Piras al gabe kinofot. If you put a sheet over kinofot, so that's the regular canopy bed. Pisula. Why naklitin kishera? No gag. No gag. No ohel. No ohel. You're sitting in the sukkah. As your point, Ali. As long as the naklitin is not ten tefahim, even though there's no roof. But it's mashma ha givuim in amita asara. Pesula afa pishe en la gag. So what do you see? That if it's ten tefahim, even without a gag, it's considered an ohel. So how did you just tell me by the kila? There's three things. There's naklitin, there's uh, uh, kinofot, and there's kilat hatanim. You just told me by kilat hatanim that what? Doesn't matter. As long as there's no roof, even if it's ten tefahim, it's okay. But now we're saying by the naklitin, <coughs> that even though there's no roof, if it's ten tefahim, it's a problem. So how do we reconcile naklitin and kila? And you know what the difference is? They're different. Naklitin and kila are different. Therefore, you can ask a stira. We were asking stira from the measurements. But now we're going to answer it from the actual structure of the two type of beds. Sha'ani naklitin dekebi'i. Which means, one, one major difference is that naklitin is more sturdy. It's not as sturdy as a kinofet. But it's more sturdy than kila. So therefore it comes out about time we have three type of beds. Let's try to summarize the rules on these three type of beds. When it comes to kinofet, kinofet, well, that's for sure going to be a suit. It's ten tefahim, it has a tefah, even if it's nine tefahim, it has a tefah, it's kavua very, and therefore kinofet is always going to be a suit. The way it's built is it has a tefah, and it's a sturdy bed. That's kinofet. 
Therefore, it's an oil. If it's an oil and you sleep under it in the sukkah, lo yatsa. Now let's go to the other extreme. Exactly. Let's go to the extreme called kilah. Kilat hatanim is a very flimsy, it's not a permanent item. So for it to be considered an oil, you need two positives. You need it to be ten and a tefah. However, if it doesn't have those two qualities, it's, 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 it's the fact that it's, uh, uh, it's temporary, it's good to sleep in, and therefore it's not going to be a hatitzah in the sukkah. And then you have what? The middle area. What's the middle area? Naklitin. The hadush of naklitin is... That naklitin, if it's nine tefahim, since it's sturdy, even though it doesn't have a tefah, it's still going to be asur. So therefore, naklitin is in the middle, nine is going to be asur, uh, even without a tefah. Kinofit is always going to be asur, because it always has a tefah, it's always either nine or ten, that's not an issue. And the case of naklitam kila, that only if it's ten and a tefah, anything less than that, which that's what it is. It's not going to be considered an oil, therefore it's not a problem. So the Gibbara comes, wait. I, I jumped the gun to give it, make it easier for you. The Gibbara will speak this out now. Wait, you're telling me that kila is, uh, or naklitin, you're telling me is kavua? Well, i kevia levi kikinofet. So it should be like a kinofet. That even if it's less than, than tefahim, and it doesn't have a, 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 a tefah, it still should be considered an oil. Yabara says, Legabe kinofet lo kebiya. Legabe kila kebiya. Basically, the Yabara is saying it's in the middle, which means a. Exactly. Which means naklitin compared to kinofet is, is going to be considered lo kavua. That means the kinofet is more kavua than the naklitin. However, when you compare naklitin to, uh, 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 to, to kila, then naklitin is kavua. Because the kila is not kavua. So basically, kinofet the most kavua, kila the least kavua, and naklitin somewhere in between. <coughs> By the way, it gives you the summary over here. I'm looking at it. Kedai to read it. Kila, mekevan she'ena kavua klal, mutal dishan tahteha. Ela imken yesh la gagra haftefah, vihi gam asaratefahim. Beautiful. You need two positives. And when it comes to kinofet, it's kavua. You can't sleep in it. Regardless, even if it's less than ten tefahim, but it always has a tefah, so therefore that's not an issue. And then the klitin, it depends. Ten will be a problem, nine will be okay. And now the Gemara comes along and says, Darash Ravabaravuna, Mutar Lishan Bechila, Afalpi Shieshlagag, Vafalpi Shigivuha Asara. Oh, Bikhidush, against what we just said. He says you can sleep in the kila, even though it has a gag tefah, and even though it's ten tefahim. Hi, we just said that a kila, even that's going to be asur. And he says it's okay. Kemara says, Keman, can it be Yehuda? We have a cloud that Rabbi Yehuda said, the sukkah is going to be considered oil keva, because at least you're using it for seven days. And the, that bed that you're sleeping in is going to be considered oil aray. We have a rule. En ohel aray mevatel ohel keva. Forget about the size. We know it's ten. We know it's tefa. Uh, 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 By the way, if you were, if you didn't have it in your sukkah, it's considered legitimate ohel. Once you put it in the sukkah, now we're not going to say that the ohel aray is mevatel the ohel keva. It's a klal. How do you know that? Amar viuda, because we learned it now in the Mishnah coming up on page Kaf Amud Bet. Amar viuda nuhagin hayinu lishan. The rabbis used to come into the sukkah, and where did we sleep? Under the bed in the sukkah. What do you mean? How can you sleep under the bed in the sukkah? Isn't the bed in oil? Elawad, explanation. So therefore, why? Because of the rule that we just said. That in oil aray, mevatel oil keva. That's why we slept under the bed. He gives a story. So the Gemara says, Velema halacha kerabi Yehuda. Which means, why did he just say, this is Rava Barav Huna, Halakha Kerabi Yehuda. Which means, what did he say? He said, Tarash Rava Barav Huna, Mutal Dishan Dikila Afapi. What do you give me the whole thing? Just say Halakha Kerabi Yehuda. You don't got to give me the, the example. I'll figure out the example myself. If Halakha is going to be Yehuda, what does that tell me? En Ohel Arai Mevatel. Ohel Keba. So therefore, what do you tell me? A Yashen Bikila. Pashut. We don't know the rules. He says, no, 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 you wouldn't have known it. Because where did the Be'udah say his case? 
אמר הלכה כרבי יהודה ואמינא הנימי דמיתה דלגבה עשויה אבל קהילה דלתוכה עשויה אמה לא כמשמע לן תעמד רבי יהודה דלא עתי אוהל ערם ותה אוהל קבע לה שינה מיתה לה שינה קהילה which means where did רבי יהודה say his case? he said his case we used to sleep under the bed now under the bed I could say because people do not sleep under the bed people sleep on top of the bed. So I would argue, maybe the Buddha only says, when you're sleeping in the wrong spot of the item, like under the bed, so it's not mevatel the sukkah, because you're not sleeping in the right spot. But maybe a kilah, that you're sleeping in the kilah, where that's the spot where you're supposed to sleep, maybe it's an interference. Kamash malan, that the reason of the Buddha is oil aray, is not mevatel oil keba. I don't care where you're sleeping, under the bed or in the bed. That's why he had to say, Hayashen bekila, and he didn't say that like Rabbi Yehuda. He gave the example of kila because kila is a hadush. That even though you slept in the kila, and even as the normal place where you sleep, doesn't matter. It's not an oil, or it's an oil alai, and oil alai is not going to be mivatel oil keva. Very good. Abotai. Kosheken, kosheken under the bed. That was the case he gave. We slept under the bed. So I would say maybe under the bed because that's not the normal place where you sleep. Mashaykin, the kilah you're sleeping in. Kamash, even that case. Under the bed is, what does that mean? Under the bed. under the bed. Exactly like you heard it. Under the bed. Hadla, mitmatnitin. Hadla, aleha. Ain't even said to the Haimai. Exactly, because oil alai. Hadla, aleha, etagepen, etadala'at, etakisom, kisos. Okay, we have a case over here, a sukkah. And you lower the vine or the gourd or the kisos, that's a type of uh, herb, an ivy. Oh, very good. And what? You lowered it, it's attached to the ground, you lowered it onto your schach. You had schach kasher, and you lowered this attached stuff to include to your sukkah. Vesikech al gaba. Pesula. Why? Schach pasul. As we're going to learn, that schach that's mechubar la karka is pasul. Imaya sikuchar bemehem. But as we learned earlier, remember we learned that if you lower the schach and mix it up with kosher schach and you have rov kosher schach, so we say that the non-kosher schach becomes batel barov kosher schach and therefore you're going to be okay. So either you lowered it and you mixed it and you have rov or kitzatzan. You just cut the, the twigs and they fell on the schach and therefore you're okay. Yomara says, Here's the klal of the Mishnah. Any item that's mekabel tum'ah, that is susceptible to tum'ah, that would be like a garment or a foodstuff, or any item that does not grow from the ground, like leather uh, or uh, um, any item like that, you cannot use it for the sukkah. So basically, for sukkah to be kasher, it has to be gidulo min ha'aris ve'eno mekabel tum'ah. Ve'chol davar she'eno mekabel tum'ah. Ve'gidulo min ha'aris mesagechin bo. And now we get to the Gemara. Yativ, Rav Yosef, Kamed, Rav Una, the rabbis were sitting in front of Rav Una, Yativ, Kamar, and they said, O she'ketzatzan kesherah. Or if you just cut the twigs and they fell down on the sukkah, you're okay. Why are you okay? They're not attached anymore. And now all my skach seemingly is kasher. But what happened? Rav came along and said, no, it's not good as is. You still have to shake the skach. Why would you have to shake the skach? Because Rav is now introducing me a new concept of ta'aseh. Which means what? You have to do build the sukkah. You have to not to build the sukkah. Exactly, that's already made by default. For example, in this case over there, my skach is on the sukkah already, and the way it's on the sukkah is pasul. Now, how did you want to make it kasher? You just snipped it. Snipping it is not considered a maase in the sukkah. Therefore, you didn't make it kasher yet. What would make it kasher? Lift the skach and put it back down again. Now, why? I cut it. It's not attached anymore. You're right. My sukkah was made by default. Sukkah cannot be made by default. It has to be made by a asiyah. What's an asiyah? Take the sukkah and put it on top. Here when you put it on top, it was pasul. So how do you want to make it kasher? Not by putting sukkah on, by cutting. 
Cutting is external action. That's not an asiyah in the schach. That's a cutting off a tree. And then all of a sudden, meila my sukkah becomes kishira. So that's why Rav says, no good until you actually shake the schach. Amar le ravuna. What is that? No, it seems the whole thing. It seems the whole thing. It seems, it seems the schach that's pasul. That's the main part that you have to, you have to lift up. Gebarak Kavlongen says, in the name of Ravuna, Ha Shemuel Amra. What are you telling me that Rab said this halakha? Shemuel said this halakha. Ta'asem elo ben asui. So Adirina Rav Yosef la'apeh. So Rav Yosef answered back and said, Ve'amar le, atumika amin alakh, de la amara Shemuel? Did I say anything about that? I didn't say Shemuel, Rab didn't say it. Amara Rab, amara Shemuel. They both said it. I didn't say exclusively Rab. I said, Rav said it. You want to tell me Shemuel also said it? Okay, Baruch Abba, Shemuel said it also. What are, you, what are you getting angry at me for? So he says, Amale Rabunaz. Rabunaz said, no. This is what I meant to tell you. The Shemuel Amara Velo Rav. You're wrong. Rav never said that. Rav is not the rabbi that's concerned about Ta'asev Elo Asui. It's Shemuel that's the rabbi that's concerned about it. So therefore, I criticize you correctly. When you say it's Rav, it's not Rav. It's Shemuel only. How do you know? Yabara says, the Rab Makshar. Rab would be Makshir. Just by cutting the Schach Pasul, falls on the Sukkah, he would say it's Kashir. How do you know that? Kihad the Rab Amram Asida. Story of Rab Amram Asida. No, this is what the, the ladder. No, this is him with the Sisit. Ramad. Rabbi, isn't it Tasev and Asu? He's like, everybody agrees? Oh, I see that. That's the same uh, story. He thought everybody agreed. He said, no, not everybody agrees. Shemuel's deen. Rav is matir. Which means, really everybody holds Tasev and Asu. The question is, is cutting an Asiyah? That's That's Which means, he can hold, that's enough Asiyah. That's enough of an Asiyah. As opposed to, let's say, a sukkah, the wind blew, and the four walls came by themselves, and Tzachah came on it. That's not that's not similar to Masuk to everybody because you did nothing. Masheikin cutting is enough. Cutting. Where Shemuel's going to say no, cutting is mamela. I do something in the skach mamash. So Gemara Kavlung says, "Kader Rabbi Mahasida." What's the case, Rabbi Mahasida? Ramat chilta lefizumad inche bete. Oh, so first of all, he held that ladies are mechoyavot in sisit because he held that sisit is not a mitzvah tasesh as man geramat. He held that laila as man sisit. Therefore, ladies can wear sisi. That's number one. So what did he do on his wife's garment? He would put the, uh, the strings of the sisi on the talet of his wife. Which means he put, let's say, the strings into the hole. And now let's, let's say it was uh, uh, one string. And then they doubled it over to make it four strings. So now you just have to cut it to get it to four now. So it's, so it's four on each side. So what did he do? He put the strings in. He looped it, exactly. And then what? The Gemara says, They came in front of Asher. Amar le, hachi amar Rav. Rav came along and said, They went to Rav. He said, Rabbi, he stuck it into the hole of his wife's dress. And now he wants to know what does he do? So Rav came along and said, just let him cut it. Cut the tips off. And then Kashir. For, 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 for a corner. For eight. Yeah, That's what I'm getting. Not for a male, for a female. Because okay. he had females, Hayab and Sisit. But the point is, you're cutting right. the Sisit. The question is, did you make them a Sisit yet? Mm-hmm. So the Gibbara comes along and says, Alma Pesikatan Zuhi Asiatan. It sounds like that you actually made the strings already. You made the knots. So my Sisit was all made already. What am I missing now? Just a snip. So now when I made the snip, the Sisit is becoming cashiered by default. It's not about Asula him Sisit. Ba'asulam sisid is make the sisid, make the nuts. I'm not making the, What's making the sisid kasher now? Not a asiyah in the sisid, a snip. And what did Rav say? Mutar. Oh, so you see, just like Rav holds that, you don't need an asiyah. Bye. Or, I say better, that just like the asiyah, snipping the sisid is enough to make the sisid kasher. That's for you, Leon. That's the asiyah. That means it's enough to cut the tree, and it's okay. So therefore, don't tell me that Rab is the one that said, by cutting is not enough. Cutting is enough, and the proof is, he lets you cut the sisiot. And just like he snipped the sisiot, it's okay. So snipping the tree should be the same thing. The Savar Shemuel, and Shemuel holds, Lo Amrina, 
Bezikatan zu asiatan? Because it comes out, of, if Shemuel is going to be consistent, just like he's going to say that what? The pisika of the tree doesn't work. The pisika of the sisiyot should also not work. Only problem is, we have a statement of Shemuel that says it works. What's the problem? What does it say? What's the case over here? We have a picture of this one. I think you're sticking it into two holes. We have a picture of that so I can see it, just so I can talk it and explain it. Which one, honey? Bottom picture. Okay. So what the guy's doing basically is he's sticking the strings through two holes. Now, what he basically is going to want to do is he's going to want to eventually snip it over here in the middle so it'll get strings on both corners. So again, you're snipping over here in the middle over here to get the corners on both sides, four and four. So now the question is, Shemuel said, snip. Shemuel said, snip. What do you mean snip? I thought you said, Tasev Asui. Now the Gemara is assuming, when did he say to snip? After you made the actual knots. So you see, it's done. All you're missing is what? The snip. And that would be what? Tasev Asui. So the Gemara says, My love she kosher posek. It sounds like that you made the knots already. So therefore the sisita are ready to go. All you're lacking is what? Snip. And Shemuel says what? It's okay. So therefore, just like Shemuel is going to tell me I can snip the sisit and it's not tasev lom na'asui. So the chaurah, why can't I snip the tree? And also it shouldn't be a problem. But the answer is la. Sheposek ba'aga kosher. You didn't make the sisit then. You just made the strings. So I, I cut and now I make the sisit. Which I didn't make the knots. So therefore they weren't kosher. The snipping didn't make it kosher. All the snipping did was separated them. Okay, now they separated. Make your sissy up. Everybody will agree that that's not What does he ask? No, that's the answer. How we answer the question. He thought, he thought that you're snipping after you made the sissy. And his answer is you're snipping before you made the sissy. Therefore, it's no problem to ask him about Kishiratam you. I snip and then I make it. Hazako Baruch. Kebarak comes along and says, Posek vahaka kosher. This might be your question. Posek vahaka kosher. May le memra. By the way, that's a regular pair of seat. You stick the, uh, 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 the strings in, you cut it. Now I got the strings hanging and you make knots. What? I would think it's, it's a pasu that she wants to come and tell me that's kosher. May le memra. Demaudetema. Ba'inan kanaf bishat petil veleka. Which means, I might think that you need a corner when you stick the strings in. And over here, you don't have a corner, I guess we have two corners. <laughs> so therefore, maybe I would have thought, I can have petil, not can afford petil. So then when you stuck the strings in, I would have thought, I'm going to fall off this obviously. I would have thought that maybe that's not good to put them together at the same time. Maybe you have to put them in one at a time. Not a tasim and omrasu issue. A different issue. Kamash malan, that what? It's not a problem. Look at the top rashi. Maybe you, I would have thought maybe you could do it one at a time and not two. Why? Hakanaf petir. We're not going to foot petir. Kamash malan, it's okay. Meti ved, give us a question. Tela'an, if you hung the sisiot, the beged. Again, one long string and you tie them. Obviously, if you didn't cut the strings, they're pasul. You didn't, you didn't make four and four. What's the implication? My love, pesulim le'olam. Oh, here's the case. What happened? Our case. You stuck the strings into the talit. And what? You made the talit. Beautiful. But you forgot to be posek them. You forgot to <laughs> snip them. You didn't snip them. So what does the Gemara say? If you didn't snip them... They are going to be pisulim. What do you mean pisulim? It sounds like pisulim le'olam. Forever. What do you mean forever? According to Rav, yeah, cut it. Ela Rav. Then no, finished. Once you forgot to cut it, you can't go back. That's a t- question. Didn't Rav teach me I can cut it? Because he doesn't hold up ta'asev alom na'asui? After we're nodded. So here it says pisulim. Why is it pisulim? Rav says, you're not, you're not pisulim yet. Snip it. 
But he, Rabbi agrees to Hasil and Hasil. He just holds that. that I keep on saying that's Asya. That's the answer. I say that again. I, I, I agree. I'm just saying that he doesn't hold up to Hasil so on that degree. But he holds it in Chinami. That's 100%. I'll say that's it again. It says Ba'asulahim. Sisit. He has to have an Asiyah. That's my Asiyah. So, but the fact that you tell him, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But the fact that you didn't do it, here it's saying it's Pasule Olam. So the Gabbara says, Amalekha Rab. Rab, so what are you talking about? Pisulin Achi Pasku. That's all it means. Right. The Pasul until you got there. Well, why did you jump and say, oh, Pisulin forever? Forever. The Pasul, as long as you don't cut them. Once you cut them, they cut it. Okay, Ushmael Amar. Shmuel says, no, 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 no. Pesulim le'olam. Of course Shmuel wants to say that. Because Shmuel holds that once you, once you made the sisiyot, and now you want, to make, you want to make them kosher by cutting, it's not going to be enough. So he learns the bright that when it said pesulim, it means pesulim le'olam. Dechen amal levi, pesulim le'olam. Dechen amal rab matna, amal Shmuel, pesulim le'olam. Ika de'amri, amal rab matna. Bididi ava'obda. Rab matna says, there was a story with me. I tied the sisiyot, I made the sisiyot, I made the knots, and then I remembered, I told him, Rabbi, I forgot to cut, I forgot to snip them. He told me, indeed, forever. The Gemara comes back and asking another question against Rav from the following Brayta. You hung them in the sisiyot. And then you were posik l'shehutin shilahem pesudin. And that's a, that's a direct question against Rav. Rav says, what's the difference if you stuck them in the hole? Cut them after. But the fact that says once you stuck them in and made them and then you cut it, pasul, that's a question against Rav. Now we have a second question. Here's the major question. Gabe sukkah. Ta'aseh velo min asui. By sukkah, the Torah says, haga sukkot ta'aseh. What do we learn from there? Velo min asui, and not from something that is already made by default. And what's the case? Amishnah. Mikan amru. You hung over, you drew down on your sukkah attached items like a vine, like a gourd, like the kisos, that herb, al gaban, and you used kosher skach on top of it, pisula, because you have a hybrid. So what do you do? How do you kosher it? What's the case? If we're talking about where they're still attached to the tree, the bright over is trying to give me an example of ta'asevelo menasui. So what's the example? If the tree is still attached, it's not a ta'asevelo menasui issue, it's a mechuban issue. It's basul because it's basul. So therefore, we have to give you a case where the tree is a ta'asevelo menasui issue. Ela must be what? It's talking about where you snipped it. We now have two strong questions against Rav. One from the Braita of Sisit and one from the Braita of Sukkah. What does it say by Sisit? By Sisit, it says if you stuck them into the garment and you made the Sisiyot and you forgot to cut them, Pesulim. What is it, Pesulim? Cut the Rav, cut them. Now, Rav can answer that one. Like we answered till now. Pesulim, Achi Pasku. That one he can get out of. It's the second Braita that we're going to have a problem with. Because the second Braita says what? If you have a Sukkah and you have Sukkah Pasul that's bringing down on it, like the grapevines, and you have Sukkah Kasher, and then what? You snipped it. What does the Mibraita say? Pesulah because of ta'asif lo asui. What do you mean? According to Rav, ketzitzatan zohi, asiyatan. So we have two questions against him. So the Gemara answers. Amalekha Rav. Hakeh b'may askin, uchma mina, lo amriyek, ketzitzatan zohi, asiyatan. Utiyufta de Rav. So Rav is going to answer the sukkah case first. Amalekha Rav. Hakeh b'may askinan, deshalfinu shalufeh, delo min kira asiyat didhu. Amazing answer. Which means, really... It's not a problem of ta'asiv and ma'asui. Cutting is enough asiyah. Only issue over here is you didn't cut it in the normal way. What's the normal way you cut a tree? You take a clippers, click, and what happens? Falls. So everybody sees it's not attached. Here the guy went and he did it with his hand like, you know, you go back and forth until you, <laughs> until you get it off. So therefore it still looks ke'ilu, it's close to the tree. 
So therefore, Midrabanan it's Asur. Not Midoraita. Midoraita it's not Taseh Vedom Asui. Why? It's not Mechubar. And you did a Maaseh. So why is he saying it's Pasul? Pasul Midrabanan because it looks like it's attached. Because you didn't cut it, you shlufish, you shlufed it. And therefore, when you do it in that way, it's like a marit ayin of some sort. Let's just make sure we're reading it right in Nashi. Nashi says, Deshalfinu. Let's just tell me where that is. Fourth line. Deshalfinu shalavet. Fourth line, Rabotai. Pashchan min ha'ilan ad shenitekan, umitoch she'en hisisatan nikeret kol kach, which means you, you ripped it off. But it's not, a, it's not a clean cut, we'll call it. So therefore, it's not an asiyah mi'ayyata. But therefore what? Therefore we're going to be all said. So that's how he answers the case of Sukkah. However, the Gemara Zemikomakom, Tila'an v'akak pasak, kashal lirav. What is he going to do with the other case? The case says, if you hung them, and then you were posek. That's the case. You will posek them. And what did it say after you will posek them? Pasul. How's love going to get out of that? Didn't he say pasul No. That's why I'm going back to the Brighta. The Brighta didn't say you weren't posek. The Brighta said, Tila'an, Upaskan, Pasul. Right. The second Brighta says Paskan. So you did it. And still what the Brighta says? Pasul. So what does Rav answer? Doesn't answer. Kasha. Must be an answer. Rav Palik. You can answer that. Truth is, you can't answer that sometimes. Sometimes we do answer that. Rav Tanah Palik. That's why it's a Kasha. That's why it's not a Tiyufta. Because you can always say, Rav Tanah Palik. That's why it's not a Tiyufta against them. What exactly is that with Marit Ayin? The Marit Ayin is the case of where you didn't cut the, cut the sukkah with a knife. You cut it with your hands. Lema Ketanae. Now, Rabotai, let us say. That actually this whole Shabtu Rav and Shemuel is the Kitsitzan Asiyah or not? Let us say that the Mahloket Amoraim, Rav Shemuel, is actually the Mahloket amongst the Tena. Tenaim. That's why he left it as Kashi. Because it's because it's Tenaim. Azakabaru. Because it's Tenaim, they agree with him. Beautiful. Abar Viliktan. Pasul. Okay, what are we talking about over here? We have a hadas. A hadas sometimes has berries on them. And the berries cause the hadas to become basul. How do you make the hadas kashir? Take off the berries. The issue over here is, there's no issue. If you have a regular hadas standing freely, and I pull off the berries, it's kashir, no problem. The problem is over here, we have to add a new mitzvah that we're going to learn now. The igud. What is the igud? There's a mitzvah, according to some people who from the Torah, they learn it from Gezerah uh, Shabbat. You actually have to tie the species of the lulab together. Lulab, sarich, eged. Which means what? The lulab, the bundle, exactly. Lulab, adas, araba. Bundle them together. So now let's say, I bundled them together. I did the mitzvah igud. Now what happens? I see my uh, hadasim. Oh, hadasim have berries. So now I pluck the berries off. Now my igud becomes kasher. Memela. Without a ma'aseh, I did a ma'aseh on the berries, and my igud now is going to become retracted because without a ma'aseh. So here we're going to see two opinions if that can be considered enough of a ma'aseh to make my igud kasher, which is really the same mahloket by the sukkah. So the Gemara says, the mahloket, do you need the igud or not? The Gemara says, Abar v'liktan. The guy went and took the berries off. Now, why Avar? You shouldn't have taken them off. It's Yom Tov. Mm. Really, you're not supposed to make a tikkun on Yom Tov. Okay, the guy did it. Abar Vedaktan, he did it. Pasul. Devre Rabbi Shimon Bar Yotzadak. It's Pasul. We'll see why. Vachamim Makshirim. And I can't even say it's Kashir. Savaruha dechulayama lulav sarich eged. Step number one in this equation. Everybody holds lulav needs eged. Okay, now we get to B. Vialfinan lulav mesuka. Number B in this equation. Everybody learns. That just like sukkah has ta'asev v'lom and asui issues, so too lulav has the same issues. So you got the two, the two postulates that we're putting out today. Number one, A, lulav sarich eget. Number two, lulav has a problem of ta'asev v'lom and asui because we learn it from sukkah. Tikhtiv, gabe sukkah ta'asev v'lom and asui. By sukkah it says ta'asev. And therefore we learn from there ta'asev v'lom min asui. So what's the machloket over then? Why one rabbi says kashim versus pasul? My love, they are kamepalge. Tema de machshir savar 
אמרין על גבי סוכה כציצתן זוהי עשייתן, וגבי דולב דמי אמרין לכיתתן זוהי עשייתן. Beautiful. Just like by Lusukah we say the cutting of the schach is the asiyah. So to us say the plucking of the berries is the asiyah. Therefore it's like I made an igud and therefore I made asiyah. The asiyah is taking off the berries to make the igud. And therefore it's going to be kashir. It's not similar. It's not similar, why not? Because when you did the ketitza of the skach, you really actually did skach. You did skach. Or even when you did the ketzitza of the raspberry, whatever. Okay, but still you didn't say. make an egg. You didn't make an egg. You, you kosher the. You kosher the. You kosher. Well, the, uh, well, I, well, I'll go slow. With all due respect, I didn't put skach either. I put a ketzitza. No, I just made a ketzitza. Skach happened memela. I didn't put it on. I touched the skach. I touched the skach as much as I touched the hadas. But I didn't put the skach on the on the sukkah. I touched it. I cut. And then what happened? It fell. Okay, what do I do? I, I know, I got it, I got it, but I'm telling you the difference. Why it's similar? Tell why it's simple. I cut and it fell by itself. Who put the schach on the sukkah at the end of the day? Gravity. No, it's just gravity. Again, gravity, but the point is, I cut and then the sukkah became kishira. The cutting made it kishira, not the putting of the schach made it kishira. So to over here, what do you see, but? I need an asiyah. I need an asiyah by sukkah, I need an asiyah by igud. Guess what? Just like the kitsitzat can be an asiyah to make my sukkah kashira, my kitsitzat berries can make my lulav kashira. Let's read Rashi in a moment. Uman de pasul, what does he say? Savar lo amrinan kabe sukkah kitsitzat zu asiyatan. Vegabe lulav nami lo amrinan kitatan zu asiyatan. Perfect. And the other rabbi will say, just like my sukkah is not enough to cut, so by lulav also is not enough to cut. So basically, what do we see over here? We found a mahlokan of ta'asim alo min asui by lulav. And that's a mahlokan amongst the tanaim. So they found a mahlokan tanaim on ta'asim alo min asui. That's she. Abad vilitan? Yes. Abad vilitan. Just tell us where you are. I see it. Dibura matkhila abad vilitan. Ten lines down. Abad vilitan. In beha hadas, the tan kaman, im hayu an abad miluvim me'alav, pasul. What's the Good. Same rules, just like in sukkah, if it's made by pasul, the Torah is makpid, you got to fix it. So to lulav, it's made by pisul, you got to fix it. In this case, the lulav now is the pisul because it's got more berries. No, stop. So the Gemara comes along and says, no. It's not a mahlukah tanaim. We're going to go a couple of options. Now we're going to change our prostitutes. To make this a mahlukah tanaim, you've got to come on to two facts. Number one, lulab sarikh eget. And number two, yalfinan lulab mesukah. It's the only way, if you take these two rules, then you can make a mahlukah tanaim. But if I change any of these two rules, you will not be able to make a mahloket tanaim. So they're going to have other options by changing the postulates. And they are, number one, la, dekula ama lo amrinan gabe sukkah ketisatan zuhi asiyatan. Which means, everybody holds that by sukkah, everybody will say, lo amrinan ketisatan zuhi asiyatan. Which means, everybody holds the cutting is not enough by sukkah. So put that to rest. By sukkah is no mahloket. Cutting is not considered an asiyah. So what's the mahlokah then by berries? The question is, do you learn lulav from sukkah? Which means, if you hold this kasher by the berries, by the hadas, we don't learn lulav from sukkah. Therefore, sukkah is a problem, but not by lulav, because I don't learn lulav from sukkah. And just like by sukkah, the cutting is not an asiyah, so to buy the berries, the cutting is not an asiyah. Imagine what we did over here. At this point, we broke the mahlokin. How did we break the mahlokin? We came along and said, listen, everybody holds by sukkah, the cutting is nothing. Which means the cutting doesn't fix it. 
Say better. The cutting is not an asiyah. Beautiful. Cutting by sukkah is not an asiyah. So what's the mahlukah by the berries? What the hadas? The mahlukah is, do you learn lulav to sukkah? Now, if you learn lulav to sukkah, just like cutting is not an asiyah there, cutting is not an asiyah there, the lulav is going to be pasul. If you don't learn, beautiful. Sukkah has its own law. Lulav has its own law. By sukkah, it's not considered an asiyah. By lulav, it is. But that's not a mahlukah tanaim. By, by, by sukkah, everybody's going to say, it's ta'aseh ve'lom ena'asui. So how do we come before the absent? There was enough of the asiyah. No, the first side was to say that everybody learns lulav from sukkah. Everybody says lulav sadiqe egen. And everybody holds that the kitzitzah is a asiyah. And never will have a mahlokit. <coughs> or, or that will be the mahlokit, I'm sorry. Is the kitzitzah an asiyah or not? That will be the ma'lokit. Is the kitzitzah... Now we're saying, no, everybody says the kitzitzah is not a... So falling off what we said That's right. right. We're, we're rejecting it. Exactly. 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 We're falling off that because we want to say it's not a ma'lokit tana'im. Skibara comes along and says, Iba etema, another answer. If you want to hold that lulav needs an egged, maybe we'll say it like that. Then in Echanami, we'll learn lulav from sukkah. And behaka beperege. Mor sabar sadich eged, or mor sabar en sadich eged. Uflukta dhani tanaed, tanyulav ben agud, ben cheno agud kasher, rabbi yudamir agud kasher, cheno agud pasud. Let's stop over here for a second. If you want to come and tell me that what? That lulav sadich eged, then you're right. Kula amalo peligi dafil la mesuka. If you say that all these rabbis hold lulav needs an eged, then we'll say what? Everybody's going to learn from sukkah. And what do you learn from uh, sukkah? Sukkah comes to teach me the law of ta'aseh, the law of mena'asui. However, that itself is a question. Maybe we hold, it's a ma'alok, if Allah needs an eged or not. And therefore, it's possible to say like this, that everybody's going to hold, well, you have a problem of ta'aseh, the law Therefore, if you cut berries, it's not considered an asiyah. But if you don't eat an eged, so what? So what? Do it any time. Which means, and if you hold you need an egg, it'll be a problem. But the ma'lokan is not, is it an asiyah or not? Really, it's considered an asiyah. And the ma'lokan is always, is lulav sadiq egged or not sadiq egged? Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. If, if I have a lulav on Sukkot, it's, it's tied already. Now I come on Yom Tov, and I see berries, more berries than leaves. The only way to kosher it is, the real way, the best way to do it is untie it, do it again. But it's Yom Tov, you really can't even take off the berries on Yom Tov. The guy doesn't listen to the rabbis. He took the berries off. You have a ma'lokit. One rabbi says, kashir. One rabbi says, pasul. We're trying to understand. Well, where's the ma'lokit over here? So the first way we're learning is what? Ah, this is the exact ma'lokit of sukkah. Everybody holds ulav sadiq eged, and everybody learns dulav from sukkah, and everybody holds that what? That is an issue of ta'aseh, pelom and asui. And if, what's the ma'lokit? First rabbi is going to say, you know why it's pasul? Because just like by sukkah, the kitzitzah is not an asiyah, so to the kitzitzah is an asiyah. And the other rabbi will hold, no, it is an asiyah by sukkah, and therefore it is an asiyah by lulav, that's why it's kashir. Therefore I told you about, look at the name. The Yomar says, no, la. First rejection, really everybody's going to hold that what? The kula'ama lo amirina gebe sukkah kitzitzah zu asiyatan. Everybody's going to hold that the kitzitzah is not an asiyah. No, so take that off the table. It's no machlokin. Kitsitsa is not an asiyah. So if Kitsitsa is not an asiyah, what's the mahlukah by lulav then? So the mahlukah by lulav is going to be, Do you learn lulav from sukkah? Now if you learn lulav from sukkah, just like by sukkah it's a problem, by lulav it's a problem. And if you don't learn it, it's not a problem. It's nothing to do with the mahlukah of, is it an asiyah or not? Second answer, why is it a mahlukah tanaim? That what? Really, ispiralandi lulav sarikh eged. If you want to hold it, lulav sadiq eged, which means, no if you learn lulav sadiq eged, then everybody is going to hold what? Lo peligi dialfinan. We'll learn lulav to sukkah, and just by sukkah it's pasul, here it's pasul, no mahlokin. But what's the mahlokin over here? We have a mahlokin. Do you need eged or not? Very simple. Which means, according to the opinion that says, you need eged, oh, you have a problem with it. You cut the, uh, the berries off, and you learn from sukkah. Sukkah's not an asiyah, here it's not an asiyah. Mashi'enken, if you hold the love in Sadiq Eged, so no problem. But you didn't prove me a mahlokit in Ta'aseh Velom Asui. 
you got out of it by saying Mahlokan in Egid, do you learn without the Sukkah? You got out of it. So Gabra says, My time Now, by the way, where do you see a rabbi that says you don't need Egid? It's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi says, Rabbi Yehuda actually says, I'm sorry, Rabbanan say <coughs> that Lulav ben Agud ben Sheno Agud Kasher, that's the rabbi's old, and Rabbi Yehuda says, Agud Kasher, Sheno Agud Pasul. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is uh, strict. He says that if you don't make it agud, it's going to be pasul. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? My tamad Rabbi Yehuda, Yalif, the kihal kiham agudat ezov. Ketiv hacha, ketiv hatam, ukatem agudat ezov. By parad, by not parad, by pesam, Mitzrayim. You took a group of hisams that you dipped it in the blood to put it on the doorpost. Uktiv hacha ukatem, lakem yomarishon. Ma lehalan by the agudat ezov is ba'aguda. You took it in a bunch. So to over here, Afkan name baguda. So to badulab ulkatem is a bundle. It's an aguda. Rabbanan the kihamel the kihalu yafinan. They're not obligated to buy into every gezerah shava. They don't have that gezerah shava. Therefore, not about. So ask Rabbi Yehuda. How do you know lulav sadich eged the kihal the kiham agudat ezov? And what did Rabbanan say? We do not have that gezerah shava. Kibra says, wait, keman as that etanya. Rabbi we have a brayta, and this brayta is going to be the chaura. Uh, uh, ownerless. We're not going to be able to find the rabbi who holds like this. The Tanya, let's review the opinions. What does Rabbanan say? Rabbanan say, Lulab and Sarikh Eged. Finished. And what does the Biudah say? Lulab, Sarikh. So it's extreme. It's extreme. Now we have a Braita. Keman Azla the Tanya. Lulab mitzvah le Ogdo. Mitzvah. The Imlo Agdo. Kasher. Who's that? Ida Biudah. Kilo Agdo amai Kasher. Quite the Biudah should be Pasul. Vira Banan amai Mitzvah. Rabbanan didn't say it's a mitzvah, he just said it's optional. Not optional, you don't have to do it. So Yavara says, yeah. That means, even the Rabbanan will concede, you don't have to do it. But what? Why? Make it nice. You have a Rashi over here. Just read the Rashi's. Uh, uh, Let's not see. Van veil with na'el lefanav mitzvot. Okay, so those are the examples. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Amen. Azak u'baruch Rabbi. Anyam le'kashu amen. Asah ve'barkos ve'yisen. Ufika kerban lehem. Flav sot shleimak. Ufesim asitko. Di Torah ve'yadi. Amen.